Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is which home purchase offer is the best offer? Thank you to Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group in Memphis, Tennessee, for sponsoring this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. For closing on your home purchase or refinancing your home, call Joe Rojas at 901-289-5821 at qualitytitlepro.com. Subscribe to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. You'll get our weekly blog post and uh, show notes, podcast, everything at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, July the 27th, 2018 at 901 535 Three, two. And if you are a home seller, which of the multiple home purchase offers is the best offer? The highest price is not always the best offer. Pat Goldstein of Cry Like Realtors will be covering some factors to consider that make it more likely the buyer will close when they say they will and also without a lot of extra cost to you as the seller. So we're going to be sharing some of those factors. Are you a home buyer and uh, you are maybe um, more than a little frustrated because you've been making offers on homes and then somebody else just keeps beating you out with their competing offer? I'm going to be sharing some tips to follow that makes your offer much more competitive. And if you're a home buyer or home seller, if you're a realtor, if you're a lender, We invite you to call and offer your tips to our listeners today. Pat Goldstein, a realtor with Cry Like Realtors in the greater Memphis, Tennessee, North Mississippi area, is sitting right across the table in the co-host chair today. Pat has been a realtor for over 30 years and has earned a long line of awards. She was voted Realtor Associate of the Year in 2006 by Memphis Association of Realtors. She was given the Presidential Award and is a life member of the Multi-Million Dollar Club. Pat, at the Business Network International meetings, at Talk Shop Networking meetings, people call you the gold standard in real estate. Take a moment and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do for your clients. Well, Joe, as you said, I've been a realtor for over 30 years. It's 34 to be exact. And when I first got into this business, I thought, wow, what a great business. I can get people into homes, make them happy, and make some money at the same time. (laughs) Well, over the years, I've discovered that it's not just a quick and easy deal. It's a process, and it takes time and education. And that's why I've got a long list of designations after my name, because the more education I can get, the better I can serve my clients. <laughs> well, that's true. So I guess you could call me an education junkie. An ex- education junkie, and you do have a lot of alphabet letters out behind <laughs> your name. Well, you know, today's topic is a hot one. Of course, as a licensed mortgage loan officer, it's my job to make sure my mortgage clients have a very, very strong uh, pre, pre-qualification letter that helps make their home purchase offer more compelling to the seller. Countless times during the sellers um, and their 
realtors during during the time that we're processing the loan, they called me and said, well, you know, your buyer did not have the highest price. Didn't they? they didn't offer the highest price for the home. But my borrower had the strongest pre-qualification lender letter. So that's that goes a long way. One of my customers asked me to talk to the seller and, and let him know how strong their loan file was. Well, the seller, Mr. we'll call him Mr. Peregrine, <laughs> he called me and he sounded a bit exasperated. He was happy that he got multiple offers to purchase his home. He explained that he had uh, landed this big paying position out of town. It was a new job, and he needed to move, like, right away. And he explained that he had spent, looking back, he had spent way too much time fixing up his house to get top price. But now he realized that wasn't as important as getting the house sold and closed to get his money so he's not going to be stuck having two house notes because he needed to go. He said, Joe, I am trying to decide which offer to accept. Your buyer did not offer the highest price for my house. Somebody else did, but your borrower seems to be strong. I, I want to know, can you get this loan closed in less than 30 days? I need to move. So uh, this is a perfect situation that uh, comes up a lot. So, Pat, I wanted you to kind of talk to us for a moment and give us talk about some factors that sellers need to consider in a multiple uh, offer situation that is going to um, help them make the right decision. Well, there are a lot of factors, Joe, and some are more, more weighted, I guess you could say, than others. Buyer, uh, sellers always want to get the best price they possibly can and walk away with, with a nice big pot of money. Mm-hmm. But there are so many other factors. Sometimes the price being higher is not a good thing. If the house won't appraise, you've got a problem. Mm-hmm. You need to know whether or not they can move in or they can close when you need to move out. Right. Or what if you need some extra time? What if you can't move you have nowhere to go for another two weeks after they want to close. Right. Can that be worked out? Those are big considerations. Mm-hmm. Concessions. Do they need closing costs? If you get two offers and one's lower than the other but doesn't need closing costs, it may end up being the higher offer right. in the long run because it's more cash to the seller. The earnest money. If somebody comes in with $500 earnest money and somebody comes in with 2000 which one do you think is going to hold their feet to the fire if things start to get a little shaky which one might be willing to walk away you've got to consider those things so the more earnest money you pay down the more serious that seller sees your offer typically i mean everybody doesn't always have a large amount of earnest money on the front end but that can be a deciding factor Uh cash is king sorry joe but cash (laughs) will trump the mortgage mortgage any day (laughs) If the price is right, Uh you can't just come in with a really low offer and say, well, it's cash, so they should take it. It might be that a loan with, with, say, a conventional loan Uh that's a quick and easy loan Uh with a very good, solid pre-approval letter that you give Uh might be just as good as that cash offer. So you need to weigh that. Just because you've got cash doesn't mean you can come in low. Right. The type of loan. Conventional is the easiest type of loan. FHA and VA are excellent loans, but they're more time-consuming, and they do take a little more in the way of uh, appraisals with repairs and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Possession. 
do they want to close in three weeks and have possession at closing? Do you have a house full of stuff and you know that you're never going to be able to get it out, you know, immediately after closing? You have to think of those things. Is the buyer flexible? Or are words, you would, flexible? Would they let you continue to live in the house for a few days after they after they have purchased it? Exactly. Right? And then there's the inspection. Everybody should have an inspection. You want to know what's in the house. But you can have the inspection but still take the house as is and say, you know, we want the inspection. We want the right to be able to walk away if there's a big problem with the house that mm-hmm. we can't see on the surface. Mm-hmm. But we'll take care of all the repairs ourselves. That can make a big difference to a seller. And then what if it's contingent on the sale of another house? Holy cow. Maybe it's going to sell really quick. Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. you got to take those things into consideration. Well, you know, Pat, um, those are good points. And we're going to come back to Pat after this break. And we're going to d- drill in on a little of those, uh, give you some examples of ways that you can compensate for some of the weaknesses in an offer and uh, really help you know that you know that you're making the right decision. But are you that buyer that wants to look your best, not only to a mortgage underwriter, but to a home seller? I would like to be on your home buying journey as your lender. Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Connect with me at jogarner.com. You can email me, jo at jogarner.com. Or just call me the old-fashioned way, 901-482-0354. And again, when we come back, we'll be talking with Pat Goldstein with Cry Like. She works the uh, West Tennessee, North Mississippi market. And you can call us if you have a question, if you're a home buyer or a home seller, if you're a realtor, if you're a lender and you've got some input that will help our listeners, give us a call while we're live today at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Bernice Ross, real estate author, coach, and speaker from Austin, Texas. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right, torn between two lovers. Gosh, that song is an old one, isn't it? <laughs> torn between two buyers, as Pat said. Um, which home purchase offer is the best offer? That's what we're talking about on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And uh, I've got a little problem with her mic here. Pat, I'm trying to get you on, my friend, but... Uh, a little technical difficulty. We're going to ask Miss Sherry to come in here and help you get your mic on. But anyway, torn between two lovers, we're talking about which home purchase offer is the best offer. Because right now, it's a seller's market, at least for now, and there are many offers coming in on one house, and sometimes within hours of having it listed. And uh, <laughs> But uh, Pat is kind of silenced over there. Let's see. Can we put her on mic three? Okay, there we go. All right, this is a little technical um, run around here. But before we go to the trivia contest, uh, Pat. It won't go into mic three. You're all set. All right, so talk about some advice that you have for sellers who want to get the highest price for their home. Can you hear me? Can hear you fine. All right. 
And I couldn't hear you. What contingencies? Uh, what uh, are some factors, what are some uh, tips that you can give sellers to help them get the highest price for their home? Oh, oh, there are a lot of different things you can do. One is have your house as clean, clean, clean as you can. And that includes cleaning windows, cleaning floors, cleaning baseboards, light fixtures. You want the house to sparkle and shine. Put in high wattage light bulbs. Make the house look light and bright and open. Make sure the windows are spotless so that the light can get in. And the people can see out to see your beautifully landscaped yard. You want to landscape, put in flowers. Color is amazing. Put in a, a lot of different colors of flowers out front, especially out front. And right. down your sidewalk, you can make any repairs that you think might be necessary. Yeah, the home inspector is going to come in and do some repairs. And we'll always find something. Uh-huh. That's their job. They uh-huh. feel like they got to find something, even if it's perfect. But if you either have a pre-inspection or if you know there's certain things that need to be done, go ahead and do them. Don't, don't give more stuff for a buyer to find or have any, say, rotten wood on the house that makes it look like maybe you're not taking care of it. Right. Well, you know, they say you only get one chance uh, one chance to make a first impression, and that landscaping curb appeal is big. And, you know, we had some stagers in here the other day, and they were saying that uh, you get about an 800-plus percent rate of return on your money if you can just declutter and clean the house. And lighting came in second uh, on that. So that's perfect, very good information. We're going to take a moment. We're going to play a little game, Pat, that, you know, we love to play. I love it. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) It's called the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, and you can play the game if you live in Memphis or even if you don't live in Memphis, but I'll give you a hint. The answer has something to do with Memphis. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. Jimmy offers free historic walking tours downtown in the spring and in the fall. For information about Jimmy, go to jimmyogle.com. The Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, and you can reach them, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a big, big project, if you have a little project, or if you want to do that really big one in phases. If you know, if you're the first person with the correct trivia answer and you call in, uh, the Lawhans are going to give you a $25 gift card. So give us a call if you know the answer, 901-535-9732. Who am I? This is a person, okay? I won a very special nationwide award in 1947. Who am I? Here's another hint. I was the last person from a city to be given this award. Another hint. I was the last person given this award in a bathing suit. Whoa. Whoa. All right, here's our other hint. A street in Memphis was named in my honor. And I'll give you all one more giveaway. It has something to do with a pageant, okay? (laughs) So who am I? If you know who this lady is, call us at 901-535-9732. All right, so I know we're going to get some calls on that, Pat. And uh, while we're waiting, we're going to go back, and I want to ask you another question. You know, we've been talking about sellers a lot because we're still in a seller's market for the most part. And uh, Lawrence Young yesterday 
on National Association of Realtors, and he's our, their economist, he was saying that uh, he projects that we're going to be in a seller's market, even though it will be it could be slightly waning down a little bit, but all the way through 2019, he said that we're already seeing some um, relief on the multiple offer situation. It slowed up just a little bit, but still very strong market and will continue to be, in his opinion, uh, through 2018 and on into 2019. So we've talked about sellers. When you get those multiple offers, the highest price isn't always the best offer. And Pat, in the earlier part of our, our show, has covered some really good things to factors to consider. If you missed that, go to jogarner.com on Monday and click uh, to hear this podcast. But let's talk for a moment about buyers, Pat. You work with buyers and sellers. A lot of our realtors do. Uh, talk about some uh, advice that you give to home buyers. Okay. A lot of the things that I mentioned for sellers apply to buyers. Number one, concessions. If you can do a loan without your clo- asking for closing costs, that's going to make a difference to the seller because you don't have to raise the price up so much in order to get the closing cost covered. Mm-hmm. That way you'll be a better chance of getting an appraiser. You'll have a better chance of getting uh-huh. an appraisal. Uh-huh. Earnest money. If you can do more earnest money, that's better. Uh-huh. It tells the seller that you're very serious that you've got the funds to move forward, and that you're most likely not going to get cold feet and walk away. Right. The financing, as I said, cash is king. But if you're getting a loan, and most people do, make sure you use a local lender like Joe. Oh, bless your heart. I'm not paying her under the table, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. But, no, Joe does a really good good pre-approval letter and that makes such a difference if you get a letter that says yeah this person can get this loan but they don't say they, they just say well we looked at credit maybe but that's that's yeah, all but if you can get a letter that has more where you've checked their income verified their income and assets. their assets and other things that need to be checked which I'll leave up to Joe. <laughs> but if you can get something that says all of those things have been checked and that they're good to go mm-hmm then more power to them. They're probably going to win over the the really weak letter. Right. The possession. If if the seller needs a little extra time, and that may make a difference in your getting that house that you love so much, give them the extra time. Mm -hmm. There are forms that we can fill out that makes sure that they keep it insured and that they leave it in good shape and so forth. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or if they need to close early, if you possibly can close in less than 30 days as opposed to two months, mm-hmm. that may make a huge difference to the seller. Mm-hmm. Inspection contingencies. As I mentioned, you should have an inspection. But if you're handy or if you have people that can work with you and get those repairs done yourself as opposed to asking the seller to do them, you're probably going to have a leg up on it. Mm-hmm. If you've got a house that's that you have to sell before you can buy. If it's contingent on the closing of that house, you've already got a contract on it. You've got a better shot than if you need to sell the house and it's not even on the market. Or if you've put it on the market, but you don't have anything on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of times, Joe can figure out ways that you can get around putting 
your house up as needing to be sold. Right. Bef- with that contingency. But if you can't, you may have a difficult time getting that loan or or getting getting the bid over somebody else who doesn't have any contingencies like that. Right, right. right. But there there're just so many things that you can do that make the seller happy. You know, I so many times I've been listening to these podcasts. I'm a podcast junkie, Pat. And I love podcasts on real estate. Um over and over and over again, realtors have been saying if you'll if the buyer will write a letter to the seller, sometimes as long as it's genuine, sometimes that will turn the seller toward the buyer even if they don't have the highest offer, you know. That's true, and I almost always write a letter for the for the buyer if it isn't if it's an investor and all they care about is money then they're not going to care about the letter either other than Mm -hmm. whether or not they can get their financing but if it's a homeowner who's loved that house that letter may make them want that particular buyer you know we have a trivia winner we've got kathy on the line kathy we've got about a minute so congratulations for winning our look back memphis trivia contest kathy i tell you what we're going to do if you can hang on the line we're going to go to break we're going to come back and we're going to talk with kathy because she has got our trivia winner so kathy if you can hold on the line we've got a hard break to fox news when we come back we're going to be talking with kathy she's going to tell us the answer to uh who the uh, person is that's our Memphis Trivia, Look Back Memphis Trivia contest winner. Also, when we come back, I'm going to be covering some really uh, strategic things that buyers can do to make their offer more compelling to the seller. And there are some things that you may not have thought about we're going to talk about when we come back from break. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust. I work all over the country. I'd love to work with you. Give us a call on while we're live, 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back. In just a moment. I'm Kevin Yee with Save Any Solution. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now I'm back to your host, Joe Gartner. All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Gartner, your host mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also connect with me by going to jo at jogarner.com email. And uh, Pat Goldstein is in the house. She is a realtor with Crylike Real Real Estate, Crylike Realtors in uh, West Tennessee, North Mississippi. We want you on the air with us. You can do that by calling us while we're live today at 901-535-9732. We have Kathy on the line. Kathy, are you with us? Okay, let me see if I can get her connected. We had a trivia winner, and her name is Kathy. And Kathy, I believe you have the answer to our trivia contest today. Yes, ma'am. What's the answer? Barbara Walker. All right, how did you know the answer to that? Believe it or not, it was a wild guess. (laughs) It was a wild guess, really? (laughs) Yes, Wow. I believe I remember my mother talking about her. 
<laughs> well, you know, she she won that pageant. In fact, uh, Jimmy Ogle gives us a lot more trivia. And if you want more Memphis trivia, you can go to my blog post every Monday, jogarner.com, and look at all of our blog posts. And uh, Barbara Walker, her last name was, she married a Hummel. Yeah, that's what I started to say Hummel, too, but I thought, well, I don't know that either. <laughs> Well, she was the last Miss America to be crowned in a bathing suit. And she was also the last pageant contestant to represent just a city rather than an entire state. She was Miss Memphis. Oh, my goodness. And she represented a very wholesome image to America. She won the Miss Memphis pageant in 1947 while attending Memphis State College, which eventually, of course, became University of Memphis. Right. That's before I was born. Yeah, before I was born, too. (laughs) Me, too. (laughs) But I'm so glad that you listened to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and uh, congratulations. The Lawhans are going to send you a $25 gift card, Kathy. Well, thank you. I really enjoy listening to your program. Well, thank thank you very much, Kathy. Have a good rest of the weekend. Congratulations, Kathy. Thank you. All right. Well, you know, we're talking about which home purchase offer is the best offer. We've talked a lot about uh, what to do if you're a seller and trying to to, uh, decide which offer to choose. But what are the mortgage tips for home buyers to make their home purchase offers more attractive to sellers? Well, my mama used to tell me that keeping a smile on my face could make me look nice, even on a bad hair day with no time to put on makeup. And I think she had, there was a lot of truth to that. If you smile, it's not, you know, it's not so, uh, it's not so bad, you know, even if you're having a bad hair day. But making sure the language on the mortgage pre-approval letter or pre-qualification letter is strong is the biggest thing. And Pat, you've talked about that earlier in the show. If the buyers volunteer all of their income and asset documents to to uh, to be reviewed by the mortgage office before you know they go into the full contract a lot of times the mortgage officers can look at that they can review it and they can uh, like I, I do on my letters if I've got it I'll put on there that I've reviewed credit I've reviewed income and assets and that I'm getting an approved eligible status on our mortgage software if I put that in the letter time after time after time and again sellers or their selling or their sellers agents will tell me that was the, that was the thing that really caused the seller to go with our buyer's offer even though our buyer may not have had the highest offered the highest price because it wasn't the highest offer but it was the surest offer so uh if you want to do that you know a lot of the mortgage officers are going to ask you for the last 2 years tax returns all pages your w2s your latest pay stub your bank statements all pages even if one page is blank <laughs> you know just go <laughs> ahead and get it all to them and then you'll look a lot better on that pre-approval letter here's another one um Pat, you alluded to it, getting the mortgage pre-approved for the buyer with no contingencies uh, so that the if the buyer has another home they have to sell, I will do whatever we can to try to get them pre-approved without them having to sell their house. And a lot of times... Uh, it's because they don't have the money. They need the money out of the old house to put on the new house. But let me give you an example. I'm going to call this customer Dory Dobell. That's not her real name. (laughs) But she had been married for 20 years, was making a new positive start in her life following a grueling divorce. She was awarded the big house that she and her husband had owned, but she also inherited the taxes and the insurance and the mortgage payment on that house. There was a lot of equity in it because they had been living there for over 15 years. But, 
you know, she she had that payment on there on her. She found a home that she really liked in an entirely different neighborhood. She was making a major change. She was like, I'm changing my whole life. It's all going to be good, but I'm moving to a different neighborhood. Out of all the homes she had seen, this one particular house just felt right, really peaceful. She said, you know, I can't explain it, but I walked in the house, and I just knew this is my house, and I can't explain it, but I want this house. And she wanted it badly. But you know what? Some other people did, too, because there were other people saying they were going to make an offer on it. Dory didn't want to buy this house without selling her other one, but she was afraid to make her offer to the sellers with that contingency saying that she had to sell her house first because she was afraid the sellers would not accept her offer. She needed the equity that she had built up in this old house to pay down on the new house so that her payments on the new house that she was going to move into would be manageable on her single income. Well, the answer for Dory was that we got her a short-term home equity line of credit on her old house so that she could take that money and use it as a down payment, a very large down payment, on the house that she wanted to buy so that her loan amount would be right where it was going to be had she sold the old house. And she could qualify She just for both house notes. It's just that you know she didn't want to be in it for long term. Now, uh, she used some of those funds from her equity line on the old house to paint the old house. It's like you mentioned earlier, Pat, paint it and make it look fresh and nice and decluttered so that it would get the highest price and it would sell quickly. She was able to put down a large amount of money that uh, from the home equity line that we got her on the new house. And since she qualified for both payments, we did not have to tell the seller, oh, wait a minute, she can't buy your house until she sells hers. We didn't have to do that. And yet Dory felt pretty good about it because she knew that all the things she had done to her old house, it was going to sell. And probably more than likely before she had to close on the new house. Here's another one. Finding money in other places to avoid asking the seller to have to pay the buyer's closing costs and prepaid taxes and insurance. And Pat, just as you had mentioned earlier, when you ask a seller to pay your closing costs and prepaid taxes and insurance, if you offered them 100000 for the house, but they have to pay $5,000 in closing costs and prepaid stuff, that means they're only netting ninety five. Whereas somebody came in and offered them the same price but did not ask them for to pay their closing costs at a hundred thousand, their net's a hundred. Which one do you think they're going to take? Well, this was the situation with a young couple. They had been trying to save money, but they hadn't gotten anywhere near saving all the money they needed to move into a new house. They were newly married and uh the so let me share their story. I'm going to call them Cole and Darlene. It was a young couple. They were buying their first home. They had planned on renting for longer so they'd have time to save up more money for a down payment. But the rental unit started getting overrun that they were living in, started getting overrun with poisonous spiders, brown yes. recluses. And there were some other structural problems with the unit. They wanted to move, especially uh, Darlene. <laughs> she did not like the spiders. But they didn't want to have to sign another lease for a whole year. They needed to get out of there. The answer for them was 
they found a little starter home. It was right outside of town, so it qualified for USDA rural housing, which is a 100% loan. There's no down payment required on it. But the problem was other people were looking at that starter home, too, and Darlene and Cole, they didn't want to ask the seller to pay closing costs and their prepaid property taxes and insurance, but they were afraid of, but they didn't have the money. So they were like, Joe, what are we going to do? Where are we going to get this money? Nobody can give us this money. So what we did with them was we got them pre-approved on a USDA 100% loan, but Tennessee Housing Development Agency came in and gave them a uh, a five percent of the it was like a five percent of the sales price down payment assistance to cover the closing cost and the prepaid taxes and insurance. So now they had they had their cake, they could eat it too. They had a hundred percent loan, no down payment, and on a USDA government federal loan, but they also had a state Tennessee Housing Development Agency down payment assistance to cover those costs. So they were very happy. And uh, that that was the story of Darlene and Cole. But there are many, many stories. And and I know I've told the story so many times, but, you know, I had a a lady, she had been through a divorce also. We were sitting at the closing table, and the uh, seller normally is not at the closing table with the buyer. But in this case, he was sitting there. He had just finished closing his part. And he looked over at uh, at my buyer, and she she was signing her papers and he said, you know what, honey? He said, your offer was nowhere close to the highest offer. He said, your lo- your offer came in a lot lower. He said, but just so you know, he said, my wife and I needed, we need to move and we needed to move. We didn't want to have to have a deal fall through and have this house still for sale when we were out of town. And he said, we looked at your pre-approval letter and it was so strong he said, we decided we weren't going for the highest offer. We were going for the surest offer. So if that, I mean, not everybody tells you that, but if they've told me that enough throughout the last, say, 18 months, Pat, that I really believe that happens more times than we know, that a seller is looking for the surest offer rather than the highest offer. It does happen often, and I had one almost identical to that, 11 offers on the table. And what the offer that we crafted was 5000 less than their highest offer, but it was taken because of other contingencies that we did not put in. Wow. Well, you know, that's something to consider. If you're a buyer and or if you're a seller, you want to make sure that you've got the best home purchase offer going in. If you're a buyer and you want to consider and find the right offer the best offer if you're that you're going to accept if you are a seller you're on real estate mortgage shop i am joe garner your host mortgage loan officer you can connect with me at jogarner.com and i hope you do you got to talk to me personally to work with me personally you can call me i love to talk to, uh, talk about your plans and i'd love to be on your journey as your lender my number 901-482-0354 pat we're, when we come back we're going to be talking a little bit more with pat pat how do we contact you My number is 901-606-2000. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Like a fool, I went and stayed too long. I'm 
Pat's over here singing. <laughs> we love some Stevie Wonder over here. <laughs> Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. We've got Pat Goldstein, a realtor with Cry Like Realtors here in West, West Tennessee, North Mississippi. And uh, we're talking about which home purchase offer is the best offer. So if you missed part of our show today, you can go to jogarner.com on Monday, click Mortgage Loans blog, and you'll get this show with the show notes. We even take the notes for you. So subscribe, and we'll send them to you automatically every week. All right. Right now, we're going to play. We're going to do this uh, real estate tip of the week, which I love the real estate tip of the week. And I believe, Pat Goldstein, you have our real estate tip of the week. This is just a quickie if you're a seller and you want to make sure that your house is in the best possible condition and might not get a contract kicked out because of the inspection, get a pre-inspection. At least find out, for the most part, what you are going to need to do to get your house sold without having somebody say, oh, I can't handle that and walk away. It's not 100% because some buyers are going to find other things. But it'll get the most of it. You know, and that, I'm glad you brought that up, Pat, because as on the mortgage side of the desk, the one thing that trips up these contracts quicker than anything and, and the more often than anything is an inspection. Because what I've been seeing happen is that the seller, the buyer, they get their offer, they, everybody's agreed on it, we're all in a hurry to close. About three days after the three or four days after the contract is accepted, the inspection comes back, and inevitably I'll get a phone call from the buyer saying, "Uh, hold off on the appraisal. We just got the inspection back, and there's some issues we didn't know about. We have we need to deal with the seller and see who's going to pay for them. We didn't know about it when we made our initial offer, so uh, then we have to go into a hold delay." for about a week or so until that can be renegotiated. Whereas if everybody knows about it on the front end, in fact, that could be one reason the seller may be, I mean, the buyer may be willing to take the inspection contingency out of the contract is if a professional inspector has already done one and they've already reviewed it. They might opt to do that. That's possible. As a seller, you may say, I know my house is in good condition, but you don't know what's inside your furnace and air conditioning. Mm -hmm. You may not know what's up on your roof where you can't see it. There are just a lot of things that you might not be aware of. Mm -hmm. Better to know now than to get all set and all going on a contract and then have that come up. So, you know, know know before it, it happens. I've got a few announcements. Uh, Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock at Pino's Palette, 8225 Dexter Road in Cordova. This Wednesday, August the 1st, 2018, Talk Shop presents Dr. Janet Cherry. And uh, Dr. Cherry is going to be sharing some business etiquette tips from her latest book, called Manners on the Move, From the Sandbox to the Executive Suite. And the book is by Dr. Janet Cherry and co-authored by Judy Berta. Uh, So don't miss Talk Shop. It's really good. Dr. Cherry is very entertaining. 
Uh, talk shop events are free thanks to advertisers like Mary Lou Novak of Mid-South Home Helpers, non-medical assistance helping your elderly and handicapped loved ones remain safely and comfortably in their own home. You can contact Mary Lou at 901-414-9696. Thank you to Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group for sponsoring this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Who do you know who wants to buy a home or refinance one in the greater Memphis, Tennessee area or North Mississippi? Call Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group at 901-289-5821. Subscribe at jogarner.com and we'll send you our weekly podcast with show notes conveniently right into your email box. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Pat, I've got a little quote from the quote corner, and this comes from uh, laughter is the best medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the quote. I just sold a lawnmower on Craigslist. That's the last time my neighbor will wake me up on a Saturday morning. I bet somebody bought that lawnmower cheap. What do you bet? That's a great idea. (laughs) I may be talking to my neighbor. Oh, don't tell your neighbor. (laughs) You'll be in trouble, Pat. (laughs) You got to do this strategically, kind of like how we're talking about making your real estate offer. You got to be real strategic about it. (laughs) But we've loved hanging out with you on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. If you've got some ideas on topics that you want us to cover, uh, give me a call at 901-482-0354. You know, our mission statement with Real Estate Mortgage Shop, Pat, is that we offer um, real estate and financing solutions to your scenarios. So if you have a real estate or financing scenario, we've got solutions. And so uh, let us know what you want to hear. And uh, next week is also a surprise, but if you want to catch any of our podcasts and re-listen to them, we take the show notes for you. You can go to jogarner.com. You can look us, uh, click the tab that says Mortgage Loans Blog. You can catch this, and also Jimmy Ogle's got a lot of good Memphis history in some of those blogs. Anything you want to add, Pat, before we head out? Get pre-approved. It makes all the difference. Uh, I agree totally on that, and not just a pre, not just a pre qualification letter, but get some uh, real good, good tight language in there that will get give a you a solid pre approval letter from Joe Garner. Oh, I love you, Pat. You're <laughs> just the sweetest person. <laughs> but I do love being on people's journey. This is one of the biggest investments people will ever make, and it's not just because of finances. It's because this is your home, and this is where your children are going to to you're are going to grow up. You're going to build your memories, your your infrastructure for your your history, your family history around that place, around those neighbors. So it, it is a joy to be on the journey. I mean, really, and I've been in the business almost thirty years, Pat, and I've I've I have to say I can't rem- I just love my. I can't say that I've loved every minute of it, obviously, just like any industry. (laughs) There's been days where you pull your hair out and you go, what am I doing this for? But most of the time, it is a joy. And I look back on it and I wouldn't do anything different. And it shows. My buyers love working with you because you you make it fun and exciting (laughs) and as easy as it possibly can be. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate you guys. And I love our listeners out there. Um, love to hear from you. 901-482-0354. And uh, I look forward to seeing you next Saturday. See you then.
Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.